The reason why diets really don't work is because they actually do not address the trauma that you've experienced in your life, the stresses that you are currently dealing with in your life, and how you were brought up as a child. So if you were to go in and start a diet, I'm just going to use that vaguely. And you're thinking, okay, it's time for me to do this diet. I really got to, you know, I really got to lose the weight. But you start recognizing that, oh, something stressful starts coming up or that meal plan doesn't have your traditional dishes that you're normally brought up with in that meal plan. Or you are personally dealing with some like trauma that you've dealt with in your past that has created or made food your comfort. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show. And welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, my guest is the owner of JL Move Women's Fitness here in Woodbridge, Ontario. Oh my gosh, Jen, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Angelica, I'm so glad that we were able to finally connect and do this. I'm feeling good. I'm doing great and can't complain. <laughs> well, I'm so happy because for those who don't know, Jen and I met in high school by acquaintances and, you know, we obviously, I think we hung out quite a bit yeah. during our lunch and our spare. Um, you're such an amazing person. So genuine. Like it's, you would always say hi whenever we saw each other through the hallways. Um, you're an amazing, genuinely like, oh my gosh, you, you're just one of those people that said hi to everybody to make them feel welcome. So Thank you for that, because sometimes high school can be a crappy experience. Yeah, it was it was definitely rough. It was definitely a rough time. But like like we like you said, it was just time to be yourself and just like say hi and not. I don't know. That's just how I was like. I just felt like it was necessary. Mm -hmm. It was it was just such a weird time. And I think everybody had like that awkward feeling in high school. But um, the fact that we were able to hang out, I think we actually we even had history together in grade 10, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but like even just like the awkwardness of like high school and stuff, it's just like so important to be yourself. And I think that's what I did. And I try to keep that up until now. I didn't even realize that as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry because that's so what I try to do today is just to make everyone feel happy and comfortable as much as I can. And you do, you do such a great job. And this is why you are so great at what you do. And I've seen all your posts and how you're trying to help people and especially be successful in their fitness goals. But tell the listeners more a bit about yourself. Yeah, so I run 
this woman's community, JL Move. And I focus on women who are really starting off in their fitness journeys. Not that I, you know, discriminate or have anything against those that are already fit, but it's just a community where if you don't feel comfortable going to a gym or you didn't feel comfortable now in this case, you know, signing up for an online program because you weren't accountable, you had for your kids to take care of and just other responsibilities. We focus on a non-intimidating way without any judgment, without any pressure on creating a healthy lifestyle. And with all honesty, it takes a long time. It's not a quick fix. And we say that right from the beginning because quick fixes never really work. And that's why we're always in that spiral. So we focus on strength. We focus a little bit on Pilates. We focus on your nutrition and always making sure that every time you show up, you're showing up as your best self. And that's it. I really love that because also I ended up going to school for personal training and I did run my own business mobile, I think it was about like five years. And I'm just like, I can't believe I, I did that. But I agree with you. You have to make feel, you have to make women feel comfortable and working at a women's gym and managing a women's gym too. It was just like, everyone feels like there's this competition within Mm -hmm. other women. And it's so hard, even for myself, when you're just working, everyone's just like staring at you because you were wearing this uniform that says trainer and planted all over the place. And you're just like, oh my gosh, everyone's watching every move that I make. And sometimes it can be really uncomfortable for a lot of us, but that's the reality. And sometimes you have to kind of just talk to these people and get getting to know them as like you know I'm a regular person too like I just want to have that you know that burger I want to have those french fries and it's normal but it comes into moderation so I commend you for creating that community because I feel like sometimes it lacks when it comes to co-ed gyms and I've seen it happen where it's just too much energy happening of Mm -hmm. who's better and who's not so having this women's community and just letting people know that we're just regular people who have fitness goals. We're all different bodies, but we're coming together, make friends and have fun. Yeah. You nailed it, Angelica. (laughs) Years being in the fitness industry too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Jen, how did you start this? Because I remember you were so into the kitchen, culinary arts and all that stuff. And then when I saw you, start this movement this empire of yours I was just like oh my gosh this is so cool so tell me more about it yeah so the cooking industry is definitely it's fun but it doesn't pay well (laughs) it just isn't um it isn't helpful when it comes to like livelihood and especially and I'll say this in regards to where I stand and for me but for longevity wise like it was just hard for me to think of like even having a family and being like what what's gonna happen long term right I'll probably be working nights and weekends and missing so many different things so it was just hard and I found that what well first off funny story is that I worked in Italy for six months And I worked in Europe, I worked in a mission star restaurant. And then when I came back, I was like, you know what, I worked so hard, I'm so tired. I'm going to go work at Moxie's. 
And there's nothing wrong with Moxie's. It was just going from Mission Star to like North American cuisine. And you realize that like the your food is just not appreciated. Like food is just not like it's not the same as it was in Europe. So I then started to make a shift and start focusing on the nutrition. Also, another factor that happened was my grandmother passed away from a stroke. So I noticed that, okay, this is obviously in our family history, taking care of our heart, taking care of our cholesterol, you know, making sure that our blood glucose is at a certain level and all those like little, little things that we sort of put on the back burner. That's a priority to me because the year after that, my mom had a heart attack. She's all good though. But um, it just really goes to show that the genetics are always there. So we have to do our best to fight them. So that's where it started. Um, and then I also struggled with weight myself. Maybe you might have not known during high school, but I definitely struggled with like just making sure that I was always thin. But as years went on, I'm like, no, I can't have these skinny little legs. I can't have this tiny body that I see on TV. I have a fuller figure body. I have curves, you know, I'm a size eight, a size 10, like that's just my average. It is what it is. I can't fight it. So I started to lift heavy and I started to just watch my nutrition a little bit. And that's when I started to transform my body to a way that I felt more confident and more comfortable. And then I started to realize if I've been dieting my whole life. So I started dieting when I was in grade eight till, you know, obviously into my twenties. And if I realized that there's so many women that are struggling to this day with dieting and, you know, doing these crazy workouts, but constantly running through in that hamster wheel, I'm like, there has, there, there's a better way for women to live a happy life you know, manage their weight and feel confident in their bodies. It doesn't matter what size they are. Because I have a couple of before and after pictures, but the before and after pictures that I have is not like from, you know, one weight to a, con- a, a an extreme minimum. It's just a woman who was before not as happy, not as confident to a woman now who's just smiling and feeling good. So I really didn't even have to do so much with body image. So I realized there, ha- there is a lack of understanding or a lack of I guess you can say community in the fitness industry, especially towards women with regards to exercising, taking care of the health, the priority of putting muscle on your body and that sort of community. And I'm like, I'm going to just work hard and fill that void. And I've been doing that very slowly. I'm not 100% fully successful at it yet, but definitely the community and the word is out there. So I am just working away and making sure that women feel comfortable and realistic, you know, weight loss goals, realistic body image. And, and that's where it all came from. Pretty much having a health scare, 
recognizing that there's a better way of, you know, fulfilling my life because it's not like the cooking component is out of my life now. I actually bring that in and showcase that, okay, there's so many ways of cooking or making a pancake. There's so many ways of making a particular traditional dish. I make sure I go out of my way to always try different ingredients and recipes to make sure that people can, you know, consume them with, you know, all managing their, their lifestyle. Right. So it's been a really fun journey that way. So I've definitely brought all of that together and brought it here. And it just also gives other women the opportunity to recognize that, no, I wasn't a skinny mini my whole life. I've, you know, I've worked in a restaurant. I understand what good food is all about. I understand what, you know, a lifestyle of eating well and and also not eating well and what that's all about and how to manage through. Like I just had one client last week say it took her 10 months, 10 months to finally see the results that she wants to see. And with all honesty, that's what we want to be more comfortable hearing. We want to normalize the how long it really takes for a lifestyle transformation to really become that person that you want or whatever it is. So yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Wow. And I got to say, you look amazing. Like I'm just like, she's got that body. Jen's looking so hot. She's creating this brand and I'm loving it. And it's so true. We have to normalize this. And that's what I experienced too with my uh, fitness career. It was just like, you know, telling constantly women, like things take a lot slower, different bodies, hormones come into play. There's just so many factors that, you know, we just have to take it easy. It's like taking a supplement. It's not going to give us all the vitamin C we needed all of a sudden. No, it takes a couple months for our body to adapt and kind of realize, oh, I'm getting this extra vitamin. Okay. Let's get it working. And it takes a while for it to like, get that connection. And once after three, four months, you're just like, you're seeing the notice and the differences, but it's also like eating, you know, it takes a while for your body to adjust. So I'm glad you're doing that. And we need to see more of it from other people as well. And I love how you shared your personal journey. And I feel like it happens a lot nowadays where it, all it takes is a health care within the family and for everybody to step back and look and say, Oh my gosh, like this can happen to any of us anytime soon. And people just take that, take that step to make their life better. And, you know, what is it that people can't do it before? Is it because they get so comfortable and it's like, you know, I can just go to Wendy's and pick up a burger for $2 instead of me going to Freshie and picking up a salad for 20 bucks. Like, why isn't people making that change? Do you think because nutritional food has become a lot more expensive and people are like, oh, I just don't want to eat the salad. Like, is it going to fill me up? What do you think it's happening? I think definitely cost wise is a factor I feel like and this is what we're going into with regards to the food industry um and I'll talk a little bit about this so when I when I actually went to college this is going to be a full circle okay Angelica so when I went to college they did the orientation the chefs were like okay there are 
millions of jobs or maybe thousands of jobs, food industry jobs that are opening up in Ontario. So you're a kid, you're like, okay, not a kid, but like, yeah, 18, you're a kid. And you're like, okay, great. So there's going to be jobs out there for me. There's going to be opportunity. Amazing. A lot of these jobs are factory jobs. They're, you know, mixing things and um, or working in chain restaurants, things like that. So if you really think about it, it's not that high quality or like that Gordon Ramsay sort of style that you're looking for. It's it's just a basic job with a basic wage, definitely at minimum wage. So what we think of when it comes to food is we want to think of how, how little can we spend on our food? Because I think out of everything in our life, that's the only thing that we can control and how little we can spend. Because a lot of us are leasing our vehicles. We have a mortgage or we pay rent. Um, we have other insurances. We have to pay for gas to get to work. Mm -hmm. um, right? So it starts getting into all these things where you have to pay that much. But when it comes to your food, you can choose between the $2 burger or the $20 salad, right? So that's when we come into priorities. Do we like, yes, we get our nails done. Yes, we may have our eyelashes done. Or yes, we may have our hair cut every week or whatever it may be, right? But are we making our health that priority? Your food, the quality of food that you eat should be like your mortgage. It's the same investment. The same thing with exercise. Those two things should be your priority, right? So those are the two things that I think that we should take precedence on. And then, you know, everything else sort of fall into place. Now, this is me coming from a privileged standpoint. I've always... Like even when I couldn't, I always made sure I could afford the gym and I always made sure that I could afford good food, but I was also living at home. I didn't have to pay rent. I didn't have all these responsibilities. So if you are someone who is in a low, have a low budget, a low wage in that sense, and they can't, I would say, even if you do go to Wendy's, Make the effort to make better choices. Look at the calorie breakdown before thinking of what your stomach wants to eat or what you're feeling. Look at, okay, how many, how much veg, how many vegetables am I going to be eating in that meal? And how much protein is in that meal? If you look at that as a priority, then everything else doesn't matter. So with with that being said, yes, you know, cost is the main factor of it. Um, flavor, knowing that Wendy's is going to always taste the same, whereas Freshie, it's like a different thing all the time or whatever it is. Um, and it's also just depending on feelings. A lot of us focus, uh, really correlate our food with our feelings and that's something that we have to start recognizing. And I actually was listening to someone just the other day and they talked about the reason why diets really don't work is because they actually do not address 
the trauma that you've experienced in your life, the stresses that you are currently dealing with in your life, and how you were brought up as a child. So if you were to go in and start a diet, I'm just going to use that vaguely, and you're thinking, okay, it's time for me to do this diet. I really got to, you know, I really got to lose the weight. But you start recognizing that, oh, something stressful starts coming up or that meal plan doesn't have your traditional dishes that you're normally brought up with in that meal plan. Or you are personally dealing with some like trauma that you've dealt with in your past that has created or made food your comfort. So it's very hard to go into a diet and say, okay, well, I'm going to eliminate everything. That's why these things only work for two weeks. And that's why they keep selling us all these different programs and selling us all these different diets where that's not where we need to be. So if we can make like... Unfortunately, yes, our produce and those sort of things have become more expensive. I would say at the end of the day, make your protein a priority. Try and find your vegetables that are more economical. So go, if you have to go into the freezer, go into canned foods, whatever it is, and really make your way that way. Because at the end of it, there's... There's so much mental barriers that really stop you from eating well that we actually think of. So I hope that really, I hope that answered your question, Angelica. Um, but it was definitely a full, full circle on that answer. I completely understand this. And it's true. It's, it's all about priorities. And if you don't have the budgeting, but you can still make do with what you've got even if you only have like the extra 50 dollars to spare on healthy food there's so many recipes out there now there's so many people coming up with free ebooks youtube's gone in a in a way of everyone just got a cooking show and half mm -hmm. of it is all about you know being healthy and consistent and everything and then the other half is just what everything else that you want to know but i feel like maybe it's just the extra work that people see in it. And it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, I can just easily just get fast food or do some takeout or Uber, but you can make those little changes and still enjoy your food. And yeah, I feel like everybody, everybody, I even sometimes struggle with that. I'm just like, oh, I was so good for like six months. And now I'm just like, oh, you know, you miss one day, then you miss the second day and you miss the third day. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you go through that circle again, but what do you do? to help people and stay on track with their food? Because I, it seems like you do so much with your clients to help them achieve their fitness goals. So how do you hold them accountable? Do they email you and say, hey, Jen, this is my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, this is what I have. Or how do you guide them? Yeah, so we actually use our own, I got a, an app to help us out with this. So we have a customized app where people can check in, log in their foods, and um, also a, a monthly check-in as well, where we chat live one-on-one. -on -one. And what we do is we really break down our meals, and we break down what we're eating, we break down how we're feeling. And 
what I do is help them stay accountable by just giving them easy tips. So instead of saying, okay, instead of thinking in your head, I have to stop eating X, Y, Z, H, J, K, we want to start thinking, okay, let's start adding more protein into our diet. Let's start adding more vegetables, adding more fiber into our diet. Let's start drinking more water. Let's start with this before you start taking things out. Make these a priority on your plate before taking anything out. So if someone says, well, Jen, well, what if it's, it's breakfast? bread bad for me or is rice bad for me and potatoes like look at your plate look at the breakdown on your plate is your plate full of vegetables and protein and do you have some room for rice and potatoes it's really just looking at your plate that way and really noticing the difference of what you should having more of versus what we're used to and that's, that's how we work at it. And then we also, um, we check in offline weekly. So we'll go through, I ask them to fill out a food diary. Some of them don't, which is so valid. Like we don't always have time for that, but I ask them, okay, you know, let's check in every week. So they'll put in their food diary. And then even every day, if you're joining the live classes, we make sure to ask those questions and, and create those reminders for everyone to, you know, really take that effort to move forward. So it's a really, it's a real hands-on approach. We really work together on this and we really focus on making sure everyone's feeling okay. But I always say, if you are stressed and you're not sleeping those two factors can affect how you eat that day or how you eat that week. So we also consider like if you do have a burger, you do have what, like I'm just using that as an example, not that it's bad. Um, we don't, what I implement is we don't implement guilt on that. We just say, okay, we had it. It's just food. Let's move forward and let's look at tomorrow. And then we, we, what can we do tomorrow that's going to bring us closer to our goal? And that's it. I love that. I love that. And making it comfortable and not being, you know, you can't force people to do things either. So they have to really own it up to themselves to see the results. And what is the percentage again? Is it, what's the percentage of what you eat makes oh, a difference more than you exercise. I forgot the numbers again. <laughs> yes, 80%, 80% uh, nutrition and then 20% diet. Yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge amount. And I remember when I started changing my, my eating habits mm -hmm. was last year. Of course, it made such a huge difference. Like I didn't have to exercise and I did lose quite a bit of weight and I was mm -hmm. just like here we go again it's the facts then you can start exercise you can start going you know changing your regimen and trying to find out what you like to enjoy exercise mm -hmm. too yeah that's so that's so true too Angelica because a lot of us think okay well oh you know like Jen's program or these programs are going to be so um intense or they're going to be so boring or whatever but we, the focus is to have fun. Your workout is to be fun. So yeah, there are some mandatory 
basic movements that you need to work on to achieve a certain result, granted. But how you do your cardio, how you do your ab work, you know, how you even get strong, it always changes. So that's so true. It just needs to be fun. It really does. And there's so much else for those who are just like trying to figure out what to do. Of course, Jed has an online virtual exercise program that you can join her live and get on those uh, classes because, you know, to have a community tight knit of women who are just there to, you know, be happy with themselves, have fun and just enjoy the journey of your weight loss journey. It's just so important. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How has the pandemic impacted you, yourself, your members and your business? Because when you have this tight-knit community, I can imagine things change for, you know, it was like 360. It was just like, who would have thought we would be in this current situation? But how were you able to manage that? And how has it affected you? Yeah, so in the beginning, it was stressful. Um, in the beginning, it was like, oh, my gosh, my brick and mortar location is everything to me. And people not coming in is going to be very hard. And there's a lot of ups and downs. I have to say, most of 2020 was a roller coaster of emotions. And it's definitely affected me because a lot of people's outlook on fitness has changed and you know a lot of people's reasoning to currently not exercise is because of time they don't have time and a lot of families are obviously pressed with so many different circumstances that came up with homes uh homeschooling and online learning uh working from home and having your home become pretty much everything right a restaurant a movie theater, a gym, everything. So in the beginning of the pandemic, it was hard and I couldn't understand how to get people, you know, interested in coming back to the gym and coming into the gym eventually too. So when there was that ability to, for people to come to the gym in the summertime, you know, it was, it was awesome, but still a lot of people didn't come in. And it all, I I had this in my heart and then I started to recognize that online training is really great. And before, if anyone's listening to this and they think, oh my gosh, she's just, she's just saying that because she has an online training business. It's actually not it. I find online training works best for my community because a, they are mostly moms with kids under 13 um they are women that are working and then also forced to work at home work from home or working remotely and they're also women who have been struggling with incorporating an exercise routine that works with their lifestyle so the good thing with our classes is you can just jump in online at like if the class starts at 7 and you start at 7:30 and you leave at 7:45 there's no feeling of judgment 
because no one, everyone's focused on themselves. Everyone's in their own space, listening to music. The Everything's online. So, you, you know, when you would go into a class, like even a yoga class, oh, I would hate it. And you would go into yoga class late. Everyone would judge you. And then when you leave early, everyone judges you. Like there is, that doesn't exist here anymore. So having that online class is great. Getting the opportunity to see more people come into the class is also great and and really making like that online community as as comforting and as welcoming as possible so definitely the judgment is taken out of the whole factor and also the whole like driving to the gym was a hassle that's gone so i really like the online aspect of it and honestly we just have to see how it goes from here I don't know what else to say but it was definitely different the one thing that I I noticed a lot of people do is that or what this pandemic has created rather is a lot of fear and a lot of fear of people actually living their life and I'm not talking about you know anti-mass I'm not talking about anything like that I'm just talking about like you know taking that 30 minutes for yourself and going to do some kind of a workout other than walking like because we're like I don't know about you Angelica but I've walked around my neighborhood about a thousand times but like really doing a workout and sweating it out pushing some weight slamming some balls you know punching the air whatever it is so just let out those frustrations and I've been noticing a lot of people are afraid of leaving their homes or afraid of adding a new thing to their lifestyle because they're already very overwhelmed of what they're handling right now. So that's affected my business as well, surprisingly enough, that obviously the psychology, the psychological aspects of how other people are viewing this pandemic and how are viewing their lifestyles have definitely affected my business that way. And I'm just doing my best on trying to showcase to people that it does it doesn't have to be like those old ways anymore where you come in at a certain time. You know, you have to have this equipment, that sort of stuff. No, this is just an opportunity to, for you to move, feel free, literally focus on you, like really like try and do your best to just lock that door, close that door. If your kids even do decide to join you, like working out with them and having fun with them, seeing them move the way you move and how you inspire them. So that's where we're shifting and that's what we're focusing now through this, this pandemic. And we'll see what else, what's going on, but I feel like the online teaching is, is here to stay. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And being able to create that time for yourself is so important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of us forget about that and myself being diagnosed with PCOS and trying to get my body back to where it used to be being consistent, having that friend that comes every month, I was just like, what do I do? And the one thing my naturopath told me is like, you need to find something that makes you happy outside of your marriage life, outside of your friends, your social, your work, 
you've got to find something that makes you happy. And mm-hmm. also you need to try to remove it and reduce this, this environmental stress that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And it was a two and a half year uh, progress and we're still working on it. And I felt like my body shifted by just doing the little things. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, she's right. You need to be mentally a hundred percent within yourself, making sure you're happy, making sure you're doing the things and focus on yourself because I was shocked. Like this, it wasn't like I took a magic pill and said, Oh my gosh, like I feel great. Like, you know, everything's coming back. And you know, my, my friend shows up, everyone knocks <laughs> on the door and says, Hey, I'm here. No, like it, it was, it's true. You, it has to come down to you and focus. And once you focus on yourself, make time for yourself everything just falls into place. It does take time, but you will get there. Yeah. And I find that if it's not the pandemic, it's something else, right? There's always going to be something else. We're never going to have time. I, I say, I said to my girls, even last night, I'm like, you came do this workout. You know that there's laundry to be done. You know that there's dishes in the sink. You know that you know, you have an email that's pending, you know, all this, but you decided to do this. And that's already such a big step. And you should not underestimate that that step that they've made. So yeah, agreed. And what has the pandemic taught you as a person, besides a business owner, besides being in a relationship, you're married and everything? What has it taught you personally as a person? I really recognize that slowing down is okay. I have come to terms knowing that if I were to slow, if I slow down and I don't have to run around and go here, go there, always, or always having to do something is okay. I've become, a lot of people are affected with staying at home. For me, I've become very comfortable with staying at home. And I've been very comfortable with being with just myself and not having to just go around so much and like work so much. So that's been helping me a lot. That's what I've learned. And and I'll, I, I will have to say this, I'll be honest. Last year, I, I really didn't put any efforts into my fitness and into my eating. And that had to do with the roller coasters of covid or this pandemic rather. And I definitely can understand the feeling of putting yourself last. So this year, I really have been making a priority of just moving my body and not worrying about the weight that I've gained and not worrying about the fact that, you know, my clients are probably more fit than I am right now. Um, not even thinking about those things. I'm just thinking about, okay, I'm making this effort. I can move however I need to move. Um, and it's about me feeling good at the end of the day. So that's definitely helped with during this pandemic and also just feeling more comfortable with my skin and feeling more comfortable with myself. And yeah, that's been a really big thing for me. It's true. We, I even, (laughs) it kicked me when it said like, yeah, we have to slow down. I can't do anything. And I remember having everything planned last year. I was like talking to 
we have actually mutual friends now who do virtual markets and stuff now, but I was just like, oh my gosh, I've got six markets lined up. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to, you know, do whatever I have to do. And then all of a sudden the world changes and, yes. all, and it's like, oh gosh, no, keeping up with everybody, you know, trying to see what else I can do to help them out. If it's a virtual market, how can I help it promote it? If you're a small business owner, how can I help you promote your stuff? I know it's virtual and you can go nationwide if you want it to. And if people want to try your class, that could be a possibility for them. But it's just like, it's, it really shook in me too. Like, oh man, I really got to slow down now and appreciate the little things along the way. And just continue to live your life. And that was the biggest thing for me. Continue to live your life. I know there's so much happening out there. There's you're restricted. You can't do much, but we can't keep dwelling on something that it's out of our control. The only thing we could control is continue to live our life and we can't stop paying our bills. We can't stop, you know, doing the things that we do because again, we still got to continue. Yeah. We have to wear a mask. We got to protect ourselves, but we still got to live our life and move forward. Yeah. You're so right. Angelica. Yeah. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, we can't be you know, hanging on thinking like, Oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do that. We can, we have to try we have to, I know a lot of people, it's difficult, you know, you got families, you got kids, everyone sharing an office in the living room, kitchen, wherever it is, and you just got to make that work. But just try to focus on yourself. But Jen, tell us the different types of classes you've got. I know you've gone virtual. Tell the people what you offer. Yes. So there are two options for those of you who are looking to work out and get active. We still do personal training. It's one-on-one -on -one online. And then we have our group classes that we've been talking about online as well. Um, we, I do focus on training men one-on-one. -on -one. So if any of you are looking, even if you're feeling intimidated or uncomfortable or whatever it may be, and you're looking to start working out one-on-one, -on -one, we could definitely do that online. Um, and then with regards to the group classes, it's definitely a community focused space. We have access to our custom app where you get our schedule, you get to communicate with your trainer in a group, you get to talk to you get to talk to me live almost every day. And you are never a number. So, you know, we do do wellness check-ins every month where we chat and we talk about our goals. Um, and then we also do our nutrition where we really touch base on our eating habits. We really focus on form and making sure we're preventing injuries. And if your body is, you know, just not ready to do certain movements, we really focus on making sure we modify everything so that eventually you can get there. So that's what we offer. Uh, there's two, uh, obviously, if you're looking for personal training, that's something that you can definitely uh, book a call with to set up what works for you because we have different rates. Uh, but really with regards to our group classes it's like it's under 100 bucks a month and you're able to get unlimited access to classes pilates classes and so on a meal plan wellness check-ins access to our app and so much more so it's a really great way to work out um, with a trainer without such a heavy investment and at the same time keep you accountable on your wellness journey love it love it and jen 
It's been amazing speaking with you. I love the fact that you shared your story and how you got into the fitness industry because there's that misconception, especially when I was working in it, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it too. People think that we've been fit for most of our life, but a lot of us have gone through a journey. We have a story behind our bodies and why we got into the fitness industry in the first place. So I really appreciate sharing you sharing about what you've gone through briefly and hopefully it inspires others that it's never too late to start your own fitness journey. And what advice could you give somebody who's like, oh, I don't know if this is right for me. Do I do it now? Do I wait? What is that advice you can give them? I would say avoid overthinking and just start moving. Just avoid the overwhelming thoughts, really shut them down and start moving, start something, whether it's YouTube, whether it's going on my Instagram and doing my IG lives or whatever it is, just start moving. Because when you, if you make a choice you can, you, again, you make that choice. So you can choose to sit down on your couch and watch Netflix, or you can choose before you watch Netflix to do a 10 minute workout. So you really can make that choice. And I would say, start moving because your body actually needs it. Your body needs muscle. It needs endurance. It actually needs it. It's not the vanity aspect of anything. So just start and start slowly. And if anything, ask me, send me a DM, send me an email. How, what, where, what do I do? What do I need? Because there's a lot of people that feel that they can't reach out to these fitness people because they always want to sell something. I really focus on making sure that everyone feels comfortable. So ask, oh, ask away. You're not alone. This is, there's like, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, Angelica, yes, I don't know how to start. I don't know what to do. This is your sign that there is someone out there waiting for you to help you. So just start moving. Love it. And of course, guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience and being Jen's friend, she is so easy to talk to. You can just slip in her into DMs and say, Hey, I need your help. Or what's your class? I'm going to sign up today, tomorrow, whatever it is. Uh, you're such a truly amazing person. I, there's only a few of them that I stick around that I'm just like, you guys were so great to me and I respect that and I love who you are and what you do keep doing what you're doing Jen because you're definitely building that empire and helping so many women out there and tell the listeners where they can find you yes you can find me on Instagram at jl underscore move or you can email me at jlmove9 at gmail.com and again Angelica thank you so much it was so nice to rekindle an old flame in a sense and like being able to chat it was really nice to catch up for sure likewise and again everybody check out Jen's Instagram page it will be in the show notes thank you Jen so much and for those listening out there thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me and that's all we have for now okay awesome thank you so much I'm Anthony 
And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the Pajaman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to, listening to a, a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. With Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.